Welcome to your support group podcast, home of the number one podcast that supports you and what you like to do. I'm Kenny, and as always, I'm joined by the lovely, talented, and cool Q. What's up, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> so today, I want to talk about something that Q brought up previously, and I think it's time to really examine that, go deep into the crust of that because I, I think people need to understand the thing behind gender roles. Do they exist? Are they a normal part of life? Is that something that's real? Let's get into that discussion. Cool. So Q, the other day I was having a conversation and finally I, I said it out my mouth. It took me some time. But uh -huh. I said it out. I said it out my mouth. I said, "Yes, I'm a stay-at-home dad, and I also do a podcast and other type of vocal work and background acting and everything. But for the most part, I'm a stay-at-home dad." Yeah. And the first thing that came out of somebody's mouth was, "Oh, don't worry about it. You'll find another job." <laughs> right. Now, the part that bothered me the most was one. By you saying that, you tell me that as a man, I should always have a job or be focused. And, and understanding that was the most nervous part about me bringing it, bringing it up or even saying it up out my mouth was because the first thing that comes to everybody's mind is y'all going to be poor or y'all going to struggle because the man in the house doesn't work. Right. Two is I said everything else I was doing besides uh, being a stay-at-home dad, that makes me feel like you don't support me. You, you haven't right. seen anything I've done. You haven't listened to the podcast. And anybody that hasn't subscribed or clicked on or became a member, go ahead and do so now because it's a really dope podcast. Shameless plug. Um, But... And number three is if you never experienced it or you never been in that situation to where you had the opportunity to do so, then I would say that you should at least try it. As a man, you should be home with your kids for at least a week by yourself, no wife. Right. So it blew my mind that, you know, those parallels or those gender assignment roles exist even with your own kids you know the mom is supposed to be this or the mom is supposed to do this that and the third she's supposed to cook she's supposed to clean she's supposed to take care of the baby feed the baby change the diapers and i i think that's i, I think that shouldn't exist as as a parent as a father you should have 50 percent of that role too you should be able to change. You should be able to pick up if if mommy is tired. You should be able to get up in the morning and fix the kids' food. If mommy is tired, you should be able to wake up and feed the baby. If mommy is tired, you should be able to change the poop without saying, "Oh, she poop." I'm gonna save this one for you. All right? <laughs> no, your your baby gonna have diaper rash or stinky booty syndrome or something, but. You shouldn't be leaving your child just to the other 
because why why I say other 50% is because she's going to need time, you know, as a mother, a mother, moms need breaks too, just like dads, but moms need breaks just as well. And um, so by me saying 50% is because she's, she's actually going to be on point for 50%, but the other 50, she may be tired or she may have mm-hmm. to do whatever. So, I, I mean, you have to just be normal minded or, or fair minded, so to speak. That's my thoughts. Right. Q? Yeah. Um, and it goes the other way too, because um, I, I'm on a couple of different groups and women will say things like, I need my man to be on board with 50% of helping with X, Y, and Z. But at the same time, there was a woman who posted that she helped her husband with the yard work and everybody had something to say about that. Like, Girl, he got you out there in the yard, da 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 da. And I was like, so you want the man to help you with the housework, but then you want to delegate all the outside work to the man, but you don't want to help him with the yard. Like I have, I cut grass, I pull weeds, I do landscaping. I've helped my husband build a shed, a deck, a patio. Like we work on that stuff together. I don't just let him go outside and and just do all of that stuff. Now there's some certain things that I won't do, but if he asks me to come like hold up the whatever while he's licking in the hood and trying to figure something out, I'll do that, but I'm not getting my nails messed up. <laughs> That's with no oil. <laughs> I'd rather pay somebody to do that part. But you know, I don't have any problems with if it's gonna be 50 50, we're gonna do it 50 50 all the way around. Like that's another thing too. Like we have to look at it all the parts. Like if a man can go out there and cut the grass and shovel the snow, you can go out there and help him too. Yeah. Because they didn't make gender assigned shovels. Right. (laughs) You know, it gets done a lot faster because when I used to live in North Carolina, you know, it snows up there. And while everybody was in their house. Hold on. Hold on. We don't get snow. We get ice. Uh That's not snow. Well, whatever that stuff is that fall out (laughs) the sky that I wasn't used to seeing (laughs) because I'm from New Orleans. We would get out there to, as soon as it started falling and we would clear our driveway because, and then the next day everybody would try to do it but by that time it's already frozen solid and you can't leave your, your, your driveway. So, like you said, right. it's um, my husband, he cooks. He knows how to cook. He cooks a lot. He, um, he mops the floor whenever the kids don't do it. I don't let him wash clothes. Because there's certain things that I would be like, nah, let me do that. But you know, we try to help each other out. Because when you are in a family, it's a unit. And you want to ensure the success of the unit. The squadron, the flight, the whatever you want to call it. The company, in military terms. (laughs) Oh, oh, okay. Sergeant Slaughter. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Hey, you know, yeah. I truly fully agree with that. Um, there's no I in team and the best way right. for your team to get better and grow or to be stable as a team is the, the role together. Let me get scientific. When you look at ants, right? Mm-hmm. Do you see just one ant out on his own? Just doing something crazy. It's that scout ant. That's the only ant you see. And he's the big brolic ant. 
that walks around <laughs> and he goes scouting for the stuff. But then uh-huh. guess what? He'd be like, hey, Ray Ray and them, it's some sugar up over here. Right. Let's go. And next thing you know, it's about 30 of them. You ever see that? Just one ant come out there and he scouts and then about 30 ants come behind him. That's because they are a team. They are a functioning team. And to to be better, to be successful at life, because like right mm-hmm. now, even with me podcasting right now, somebody has to watch the baby. My wife is out there watching the baby. You know, she woke up. Right. She said, OK, I got the baby. So she she understands mm-hmm. the, the team assignment. This is what the team is doing right now. It's a lot of people out there that's not understanding of what the team is doing right now. Right. They want to be adversaries or compete. And there's no competition in the team because y'all are supposed to be working together. Right. And that's that's the crazy thing about it. And that's why you see a lot of things like marriages fail um, mm-hmm. or the situation where the stay-at-home dad or the stay-at-home mom, you know, they get ostracized. Like, oh, you, like the mom, oh, you stayed at home and you gained weight. I don't want you no more. Mm-hmm. That's, that's dumb. Right. That's dumb because she stayed at home so you can go and go do the things that you needed to do as a man or as the functioning member of the team. Right. And vice versa. You know, it shouldn't be, mm-hmm. you know, because you're a stay at home dad, it shouldn't be the mom who's the working mom shouldn't be like, oh, I don't want you no more because you just lay around and watch the baby all day. That's dumb. That's dumb. And when I hear people say stupid stuff, like, for example, uh, Kenny, what you at home doing on Monday? Oh, I'm, uh, I got, I got, you know, Carson and I got some editing to do and everything. Oh, so you're going to be at home babysitting. Uh, yeah, that I have a problem with that too. Babysitting. My child. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. My child. <laughs> do I do I get twenty bucks and uh and a good shake and get sent home afterwards? Cause um, last time I checked, this baby has my last name. Um, right. There's no sitting here. <laughs> it's more like <laughs> it's more like moved in. Uh, right. But yeah, like people say the most dumbest things about their mouth when it comes to this whole gender assignment or gender mentality. Um, you know, you 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 do things that are not masculine or you do things that are not feminine. Like who defined these things? Who defined them? Right. Right. And that, that is the thing, though. Who who defined them? And we just continue to, to follow them because even as little kids, we start the little girls off with a kitchenette set and the pots and the pans and the baby dolls because you're trying to condition her to say, okay, when you grow up, this is going to be your role. You're going to be cooking and cleaning and taking care of children so much so and I've written about this many times it's like when you meet a woman who's 40 years old she is unmarried without children and people just look at her like she's a one-eyed toad <clears throat> you know like what's wrong with you why aren't you married why why don't you have kids you know something must be wrong with you how about the fact that she might just not want those things you know or how about the fact that she might not be 
heterosexual. Maybe she just she liked she played for another team, you know. Hey. <laughs> or maybe she hey. just can't have kids. But there's a lot of reasons that might factor into that. And if the woman says that is not something that I want in my life, you shouldn't look at her like she's has three heads. Right. Because that's not a woman's role to just grow up and be somebody's wife and have somebody's baby. She is a woman just like you are a man or whatever. And her life is important because she is a woman. You know what I mean? Like, it it frustrates my nerves to no end. Because I have a, a daughter now, she's 27, and she doesn't want kids. And I don't look at her like, oh, well, shame on you for not wanting to have kids. But I'm looking at society today. Who can afford to have a kid? There's I was just getting ready to say that. Shortage, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like healthcare is too expensive. You can't even find baby formula. What's next? They ain't gonna have no pampers. I mean, you're not making it conducive for anybody to want to have a kid. You know, at some point, maybe 20 years from now, maybe the whole race will just <laughs> stop because <laughs> you just you're doing the crazy things. Right. right. I waited until I was 25 to have kids. So I mean. Mm-hmm being older and then deciding to have kids like this is my wife's first kid you know that was two oh, years wow. ago and y'all already know you know i'm i'm pushing almost half of benjamin franklin so <laughs> so my wife really waited and she uh-huh. was kind of looked at sideways i re- even remember a comment was like how old is she she ain't got no kids mm. right like like she was broken or something like hold up She's not broken. I can tell you that firsthand. But <laughs> she just was a career woman. She didn't want no kids at the time, you know, in the situation that she was in, she didn't want no kids. And, and that's the thing, too. Like, you shouldn't be just because you are a female, you shouldn't be forced to have kids with somebody that you don't really feel like they would be a good functioning teammate. I almost said a exactly. cuss but yeah. <laughs> had to catch myself. It's Sunday, early Sunday morning. And I'm about to say a cuss word. Right. But um, you shouldn't have to be forced to have a child with somebody. And that's why we have so much of this whole baby daddy situation or these non-functioning teammates. Men. Yes, I'm talking yeah. to you. These non-functioning teammates that come aboard and say, oh, I'm going to do this, that, and the third. And then... First sign of failure or first sign of defeat, here you go. Oh, I want to be yeah. traded. I want to be traded. Yeah. I want off this team. Right. Like, come on. Like, I, I've seen it yeah. happen so many times. And yeah. it's sad, you know, for for a female who thought that this guy was going to be a wonderful teammate. And he just decided that it, he wanted out. And vice versa, too. I mean, you have females right. that say, okay, yeah, nah, I don't want you no more. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was talking about that yesterday, too, because I'm in a, another group. And they sometimes they post the, I ain't going to say the craziest things, but just stuff that I just be like, okay. But my whole response to the, the thing was, it's like, first of all, as both men and women, we need to do a better job at vetting one another before we decide to 
to procreate. Because it's like people, there's this hookup culture where everybody goes out on a date. And then next thing you know, they're talking about they did, they bumped uglies. And I'm like, well, damn, you just went out on the first date and you already bumped the uglies already? Wow. Okay. Back in my day, you dated to see if the person was compatible so you could get to that bumping ugly stage down the line. But they just, they go straight forward. And then it's like, we act like we don't know that biology exists, that if you put this inside me, that this other <laughs> thing is not going to come out nine months later. It's like, come on. If you just want to go out there and get your good, good, go get the good, good, but, but protect it. Go get you some some birth control. Yeah. Don't tell them, look, you got to pull out. You got to do, do what you got to do. Like, we got to do a better job at vetting. We have to, to be more responsible. And even with guys, it's like you go and you, you're thinking with the wrong head. And the next thing you know, she end up pregnant. And then you say, oh, she's toxic. I'm like, she was toxic when you did it. But you just didn't take the time to get to know her before you skeeted off in her. And now you got this issue you got to deal with. And now because she's annoying, now she want like, there's some good men out there who want to be active in their children's life. But because she is toxic, now she won't let you see the baby. But she wants your money, though, every month. So then you got to deal with that problem. Yeah. Yeah, that problem. You know, I was thinking about something the other day. And I know we going... Uh, a little bit to the right with the yeah. topic, but it's all right. We're going to still go on with it. Um, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure y'all following it and y'all loving it. Just keep on hitting that <laughs> like button. And yeah, make sure you subscribe. But I was thinking about something the other day and I was like, why do men say women are toxic? Or why do women say that man is toxic? First of all, to make something toxic, it takes a, co a combination of chemicals, um, some really bad stuff mixed in, or you could just be uranium. That means you were just born that way. You were just born toxic. And nine times out of 10, you wasn't born toxic. You came from an environment as a young child seeing toxic things. Um, but let's move forward. Let's say, for example, um, Bobby met Lisa. Now, Bobby, he came from a toxic environment. So he brought all his toxicity yeah, with him to Lisa. Mm -hmm. Now, he made Lisa top toxic, and he left Lisa. So now, mm -hmm. Lisa is toxic, and she's trying to figure out or find a guy. And guess what? She finds a guy and he's not toxic, but she makes him toxic. And it just goes mm -hmm. on and on and on. So it only it only takes a combination of one individual to meet a couple of different guys. And this is why this whole sleep around culture is bad because sometimes you take those broken parts and you snatch out good parts from other people and throw those broken parts on them. Yes, yes. And when you when you think about it in that manner, people are not toxic. They're just broken and they need to be fixed, you know, and uh -huh. you have to have the patience to be able to fix them. And with this microwave age, that uh -huh. ain't finna happen. Patience is not a virtue. 
no. this microwave age. They no. will not sit around and they will not wait. They will go online and be like, swipe left, swipe right. You'll be right. done. And just perpetuating the same bad behaviors instead of going to talk to someone. Exactly. Like, just sit down and unpack. Unpack what, what's going on before you go try to link up with somebody else. Because like you said, if I, if, if I have everything going on for myself, like I know at one point in my life, I was toxic because I look back at some relationships where Me too. I was showing up at dude's house trying to <laughs> do crazy things. <laughs> And it's like, why am I doing this? So let me go sit down and be single for a while and learn how to love me first before I go try to be with somebody else. Because if you don't even love yourself or like yourself, how are you going to go and link up with somebody else? Because all you're going to do is bring that person down. Exactly. It's like, this is true when they say two people have to be equally yoked. Because if you th- if you're the good one and they the toxic one, you thinking you're going to bring them up to your level is not going to work that way because that person has to be willing to recognize they have issues. And a lot of times they're, if they're not there yet, you're just going to end up, I want to say, talking to a wall or running up a hill with sandbags on your back. It's just going to feel tiring and you're going to get exhausted. And that's where that, to me, a lot of that is like a part of that whole struggle love culture that we grew up looking at and thinking oh i gotta suffer through all of this in order to 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 have a a relationship it's like no you don't go be by yourself learn how to love you work on some things and then when you do that you're going to immediately start to see red flags when you start dating people you're going to say hmm i got a boundary you're not willing to respect it so i'm gonna go over here and then if you really want to be with me you'll go fix you and then you'll come back and see me when you're ready. So. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like you said, like I said, people people who don't have patience or don't know how to work with toxic people or reach them shouldn't be right. With them, you know. And and th- and this this is not to say that if you're toxic you can't be fixed by, you know, by being with the right person or being in the right environments, but that that person, that teammate that you're with has to be willing to have the understanding of this is what happened, you know, or this is how I see life and work those bad tendencies up out of you. So I want to move on to something more lighthearted. Well, it's not really lighthearted, but <laughs> I heard that in Jamaica, men can't eat ice cream cones. Why? Because you can't lick the ice cream. It's seen it's seen as feminine. <laughs> now you know Jamaica is super yeah. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say it, but you know I was told several stories when I was younger, but the one thing that lets me know that it's just something that's in their blood or in their nature, rather, um, when I was younger, my mother bought me a pink shirt, and I remember my grandmother's face when I had that pink shirt on, and she, it, it bothered her, and she was like, yeah, 
one is enough. <laughs> one pink shirt is enough. No more pink shirts. And so, yeah. yeah, like I didn't get another pinkish shirt until I became an adult. But yeah, my grandmother didn't play that. And I, I think yeah. also too, it's kind of an old school mentality that women wear pink and men wear, you know, not pink. Right. So. Yeah. It's and, and too, because my husband, he's Hispanic. And so I noticed in that culture too, it's very masculine. Like they have a lot of, like I bought my son some socks and it had like a little bit of pink in it. And I was like, he can wear them socks. And he's like, no, he can't. I was like, in my mind, he's a baby. He don't know he got pink socks on. It's like, no. <laughs> and it's like, okay, dude. well, he won't wear mm-hmm. socks. <laughs> or I wanted to put him in dance when he was little because I wanted him to, you know, grow up and be able to do all kinds of stuff. My husband was like, no, he, he's not going to dance. He's not doing that. You can put the girl in the dance, but you can't put the boy. And I was just like, right. in my brain, I just couldn't fathom why he can't take dance. And when I start to realize, it's like, oh, there's like a lot of little, and I see that in the culture. It's like, even with the language, it's like things are masculine and feminine. You know, you put the O right. for the, the masculine and the A for the feminine. And if it's a group, then you just use the masculine. So I had to, to but I, I don't particularly like that it's like that because it's like, he can learn how to dance. You know, there's straight men that dance. But in his mind, it was going to change him into something else. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. okay. Yeah. I mean, Gregory Hines is a tap dancer. I mean, he's going to learn all this stuff too, but he was like, nah. So that went my dreams of having a, a dancer kid. <laughs> well, I mean, they're twins. They're boy and girl twins. So, hey, you know, the girl can always dance and, you know, they look like each other. So <laughs> she tried but, it for uh, a little while. <laughs> I, I truly believe that because that's that's the way most kids are. They're like, ah, I want to do this. And then you put them in it and they like, mm, ah, yeah, I don't she like just it. Was like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, funny story to add to that is that it becomes embedded in the child when you start doing those things. So, for example, you know, I I said the pink shirt story. Well, later on down the line, um, I had to be a leaf in a play. And in the play, they wanted us to wear leotards and be leafs. And my mom asked me several times, you know, before I go buy this leotard and stuff, do you want to be this leaf? And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Da, 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 da. I don't know what a leotard is. <laughs> so. You didn't know it was, it was some little tight stockings. <laughs> I had no clue. <laughs> that make all your, your stuff look all. <laughs> Yes, so, indeed. So listen, <laughs> I see them put on this leotard, and I immediately start bawling, crying, and screaming like I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. It was because of that mentality that was put into me that that 
wearing tight clothes is feminine. And to this day, right. I still kind of look at like the skinny jeans and the jeggings that men wear. Kind of, it, it bothers me a little bit. About the hoochie daddy shorts. Now the the short shorts have been around for a while, <laughs> and it, it, I know it sounds kind of weird for me to give that a pass, but you know the granddad shorts been around for a minute. Um, they call them hoochie daddy shorts now, but the granddaddy shorts been around for a minute. You know, they they yeah. was in the short sets. Remember the short sets? Yeah. You had a the green shorts with the little design on it. And then you had a green top that matched it with the same design on yeah. it. Those short shorts been around for a while, so they can call them whatever they want to. But I mean, to me, is a, a a short set. <laughs> yeah. You know, I I just think that we need to really examine why we say those things because I don't think it's really any anything that assigns us a gender um role in the household. And when it comes to clothes, I think that you should just about be able to wear anything that you want as far as colors. I mm-hmm. I, I think pink looks good on my skin. <laughs> that doesn't make me homosexual, homophobic, homo anything. Um, That just means that I like clothing that's a different color. Um, I'm not going to wear a dress. That's not my thing. Right. By all means, though, if that's what you want to do as a man, knock yourself on out. But yeah, I don't I don't think it's really anything that that should divide us that much. As far as like the right. household and uh, being what what defines you being a man, what defines you being a woman, like I I think you should wash some dishes if you're a man. Right. At least load the dishwasher if you got one. You can do that exactly. Um, cook for your kids, even if it's toast or some cereal. Do it. Do something for your kids. Um, spend that time because I tell people this. You know, when it comes to gender gender roles in the family if if you miss that time if you miss that time cooking or talking up over a meal or anything like that you, you know the 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 sweetest thing that happens to me is i bring out the vacuum cleaner the black vacuum the floor and the baby pulls out her little toy vacuum and she's right behind me and she's like daddy get that one and she goes and she vacuums behind me and i vacuum uh-huh. where she went and everything <laughs> That's that's time that I would have never gotten if I was like, oh, yeah, vacuuming is a woman thing. Right. So think about it like that. That's what I want to say. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with being a stay-at-home dad. When I was in the military, there was a young lady that um, I knew she was active duty, but her husband, he was a civilian. And a lot of times her job, because she was in medical, kept her busy. So, you know... He was the one at the functions at the school because we used to have to volunteer. He would bring cupcakes. He would be at the field trips doing the chaperone duties. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you, like I said, it's a unit. You get in there and do the things that have to be done while the other person is doing what they got to do. Y'all work together, communicate and figure out who needs to do what. 
Because there's times when I, I mean, I had to go to Baltimore for six weeks. My husband had to learn how to do hair. He was really confused because my daughter has a lot of hair. <laughs> he was like, I don't know what That's to why do. I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. It's just, he just put a whole bunch of conditioner in it till it was just like, bougie. <laughs> but I was oh. like, okay, you did okay. <laughs> oh, baby. Yeah, I, he was, she was glad when I got back because poor Poppy didn't know what to do with the hair. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, work together as a team. Figure out what works for your family. And don't let people try to make you feel bad for how, if y'all have talked and y'all decided this is how we're going to run our family, that is your business. Don't let people come in and try to whisper things in your ear and try to tear up what you are. Because if it's working, then it's working. But if at any point that you feel it's not working, then that's when y'all have to go back and readjust the the, the plan and figure out a new right. way. But right. don't let people come into your situation and try to tear what you got going on down and make you feel bad or less than because of what your situation is. You know, what, right. if that's working for your household, that's you. But this is this is one twenty seven three six. This is I got something different going on over here. You know what Thanks. I mean? Yeah, and and. It, and... I'm going to end it with this old adage. Um, and this is what I always tell people when they ask me to speak at a wedding or anything like that. I always say, keep your business out of the street. Whatever's mm-hmm. happening in your household, you don't have to tell your mama. You don't have to tell your daddy. You don't have to gossip. Because what happens when you gossip, they're going to bring you down. No matter who yep. it is, they're going to bring you down. They're going to make you feel bad about your situation because it's not theirs. It's not theirs to care about. It's not theirs to worry about. They don't have no feelings involved in it, except for you. You have the feelings involved in it. So if you haven't had the opportunity, go ahead and subscribe. I know I said it three times. This third. Um, I thank you so much for tuning in. And if ain't nobody told you today that they love you, guess who does? We do. So um, Q. Tell them babies I said happy birthday. And oh, thank you, thank you. you go ahead and have a nice little birthday celebration and keep your husband hands up out of that baby head. Because <laughs> <laughs> she has a lot of hair. If you was to see this baby's hair, she has a lot of hair. She's not a baby, but she's a baby to me. But she has a lot of hair. So, yeah, <laughs> definitely. I can definitely understand because Lillian had a lot of hair.